0: Hey everybody, this is Father John Ricardo with Acts 29, and in the middle of all the craziness and the uncertainty that's going on right now, it seems from our perspective as a team that it's worth using these days to reflect in a more deliberate way on the scriptures every day, which for many of us now is the only spiritual food that we're receiving. And so we're going to do a special podcast series simply entitled, Be Not Afraid, God's Word in Uncertain Times, and we'll try to post something every day usually reflecting on the Scriptures so that we can listen in on what God is trying to say to us in these days. Why in the world is the Church so hung up on repentance? That's the question that came into my mind this morning as I was reading the Scriptures. The first reading, which is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3 and the Gospel, which is from Luke, chapter 24, this word, repent, or repentance, Is in the speech that Peter makes to the crowds who are amazed and astounded over the healing of the man who had formerly been crippled by the power of Jesus's name and that word is on the lips of Jesus in the upper room on Easter Sunday I mean like here's this extraordinary event that's just happened crippled man suddenly able to walk Jesus risen from the dead and it seems like this huge downer of a word repent well, repent isn't a condemnation kind of a word. I mean, I think when I was young, I, I heard that word and I thought it meant something like, you idiots, you're doing it all wrong. But that's, that's not what this word means at all. The word is actually from a Greek word which has its roots, uh, meaning change the way you think. So repentance has to do with our minds. So the first response to the gospel, or one of the first responses to the gospel is to change how we think about life. Now, why is that so important? Well, because everything starts in the mind. That's where everything begins. And the gospels and the Christian life are hung up, if you will, on not telling us what to think, but trying to teach us how to think, trying to teach us with the mind of Jesus, and not just to teach us with the mind of Jesus, but trying to implore us to ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten our minds, to transform our minds, to renew our minds, so that we don't see parts of life differently because of what it is that God has done for us in Jesus. We see all of life differently because of what God has done for us in Jesus and revealed to us about Himself and about our worth namely that we're worth dying for to God, the God who made the universe, that's 46 billion light years across. And oh, by the way, if that's true for me, then it must be true for my neighbor as well, whether my neighbor is the child in the womb of the pregnant woman, or my neighbor is the woman in hospice care, or my neighbor is the man on the streets who's homeless. So I pray that one of the graces that's coming out of this time for us is that God is giving us an opportunity to think anew about everything. Suddenly, as the world has stopped spinning and the economy is shut down and we're social distancing from one another, suddenly, I pray, God is helping us to think new about what really makes for a great life. What's the purpose and the meaning of life? I pray He's helping us think new about sports and its purpose. I pray He's helping us think new about marriage and family and the importance of being together. I pray He's helping us to think anew about sexuality. I pray He's helping us think anew about work and its purpose and its dignity. I pray He's helping us to think anew about suffering. And and that suffering is not in vain, it's not a good thing by any means, but because of what Jesus has done by his cross, he's transformed suffering, so that now suffering has the potential to be what the church has called redemptive. Suffering is the means by which Jesus saved the world. And so when when I suffer, not if, but when I suffer, I can do something with it. I can unite it to his cross. What a, what a helpful thing to know right now, whether I'm a first responder and my life's at risk, whether I'm uh, suffering with the coronavirus, whether I'm suffering from some other affliction right now, like this is not in vain. Not if it's united to the cross. How do I know that? Because Jesus's cross was not in vain. It's what saved the world. I, I just want to encourage us today on this Easter Thursday to ask the Holy Spirit to descend upon our minds and to transform them, to to pray that he will give us the mind of Jesus. And not only us, but maybe in a special way today, let's pray for all those in positions of authority, whether it's our president, whether it's the the heads of nations around the world, whether it's our local governors, whether it's uh, the leaders of the church, let's ask God to give them the gift of wisdom. Wisdom is the gift that enables somebody to see reality the way it is, and it's only if I can see reality the way it is that I can then know how to act. So let's ask the Holy Spirit today to rush upon us, just as he rushed upon the apostles and Our Lady on the day of Pentecost, that our minds would be enlightened, that our minds would be renewed, that our minds would be transformed, that we would see things in a new way, that we would not, um, not just repeat and parrot what the church teaches, but we'd understand how to think about life. And then we'd know how to act in these days accordingly. Do not be afraid. Again and again and again, do not be afraid. God is with us, you and I. We're born for this.